to Making Good Choices. I am your host, Sarah Quizera, and I cannot believe that we are in the second week of our Goal Getters Month. I am here, of course, with my hubby. What's up, everyone? So excited that you guys are out there in another week listening to us and so excited about this month, too. Right. It's such a privilege, and it doesn't get old. It's really amazing. Sure, sure, right. So... This month, besides our Goal Getters Month in our lives, we have some exciting stuff happening. And uh, yeah, we are doing, a, uh, as we told you last week, in the last episode, we talked about uh, the upcoming conference. Uh, the stand up, it's called the Stand Up Standout Conference. And this mm-hmm. week, we've, we are basically directing, recording, and preparing for that conference. We believe a lot of lives are going to be changed. And uh, a lot of things are going on, but we just a lot. Despite the fact that it's still lockdown, things are moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So this year for the Stand Up Stand Out Conference, in case you missed it, we are going to be serving, 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 serving. Everyone is serving. That's what the conference is. We're serving, and then at night we come together online and hear a word from our pastors. Um, it's it's something that's so non-traditional, especially here, and I just believe it's going to have a huge impact yeah. on the community and even the world. You can join us because, hey, you can serve too. Serving is universal. Right international yeah and it would be really interesting to find some posts from our listeners like we did something uh-huh. to be part that of the stand up so stand out yeah right so that's going to be august 23rd through august 29th right. and we're, we're just so excited but we also have something that we're planning that's yeah. not <laughs> with um res life that's not even with share the love Right, uh, we are helping a young couple get married. Yes, it's such an interesting season for them, and uh, uh, we believe God is gonna do wonders so so soon. And uh, we are preparing them, taking them through classes, and right. Yeah, I actually said there, it's not with Res Life or Share the Love, but actually that's how we know both of them. <laughs> right, right, right. But um, it's it's very interesting. We're helping them mm. to learn about marriage but we have only been married for seven Seven. almost eight months yeah right uh but the biblical principles never change so it's very interesting in planning and i am new to uganda so that whole thing is opening my eyes to a whole new world given the fact that the way the marriages and the weddings are done out here totally different totally different yeah so it's a nice learning platform for us (laughs) yeah right so at home last week after we had recorded we did something called the Quizera Olympics. Yes. <laughs> and it was so fun. You might have seen on my Instagram, but we did things like sock skating. We put socks on. We had to skate around the house. We did power walking. We did balloon blowing. I mean, just a ton of, of really fun stuff. And of course, I did not place <laughs> in the Olympics. And it's surprising like you always told me you were out there getting <laughs> in every game when you are back in that space. What happened? <laughs> I know, I know. My competitive side was still there, but I don't I need to work on my my you know strength, my endurance. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, God has just been blowing us away. Mm-hmm. 
in the past week, we have a few things that, a few stories, and actually you'll be hearing about them on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So be sure you're following my page. It's at Sarah Quizera on Instagram or on Facebook on my stories. But God has really just been doing something so, so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's really humbling what the Spirit does Yeah, beyond human ability. Right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. speaking of, this week's episode, I love that you said beyond human ability because the person for this week that I am interviewing is our pastor and actually our spiritual dad. So... You, you can't even meet him or you can't be around him for longer than a few minutes without hearing impossible is nothing. Yeah. So it's funny that you say that beyond human comprehension even. And so this episode is so cool. It's so special. And we can't wait for you to hear. It was such an honor to do. Yeah. And so we want to welcome you to listen to this episode. We want to welcome our pastor sure. to Making Good Choices. Right. Welcome to Making Good Choices podcast. I'm so excited. Thank you. For all the listeners, mm. I have our pastor, our teacher, he is our spiritual father mm -hmm. in our lives. His name is David Chambadi, mm -hmm. and it's an honor. And I'm very excited to be with you, Sarah, and I know it's going to be a blessing also for those who are going to be listening right. today. I believe that too, mm -hmm. and I want to jump right in. And one of the things, guys, if you're listening you cannot be around Pastor David for longer than 10 minutes without hearing impossible is nothing. Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? Well, that come from many years of seeing the impossible things happening. Like, mm -hmm. And God has been, God has been kind of like proving that to me through mm -hmm. different, different challenges from where I was born. Um, mm. I was born in Katwe, area called Katwe, here in Kampala. Like the movie, Queen Uganda, of Katwe. So for those who have watched yep. the movie, <laughs> Queen of Katwe, uh -huh. you can call me the King of Katwe. <laughs> you can... That's great. <laughs> from, from the movie, you, you can just take out the girl who mm. was in the leading uh, role for the movie and put there a boy. Right. And then take the chest and replace it with boxing. With boxing. That would be me. Wow. When you watch the movie. That's uh. the area I grew up in. Those are the things I kind of experienced. Mm. What you don't see in the movie is the war. The war mm. we went through. Right. So from being born in very poor conditions and coming out in an area mm. of like drugs and a lot of things. And, you know, mm. I thank, I'm so grateful to my mom who introduced me to the Lord from the young age wow. and believing God and watching out for stuff and coming out of that. And also, in the recent years, there's some stuff I went through, our ministry mm. went through, mm. and it was like situations people would think, you know what, that's going to be the end of him or the end of wow. the ministry. And, uh, you know, that's, that's where it comes from, that impossible is nothing. Wow. Yeah. And it's everywhere. And it's everywhere. <laughs> we have it on yeah. the walls at our church. Yes. <laughs> Even though you guys know we have a church without walls. Mm -hmm. 
uh, right now. Uh-huh. That's true. <laughs> but speaking of the challenges, I think something that is evident in your life that you might have faced and you have overcome so beautifully is rejection. Uh-huh. There are many people who fear rejection uh-huh. or once they're rejected, they get so defeated. Yeah. You get you get down, you feel like you got... You know, I went I went through that too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in some few years ago, with the ministry and stuff, uh-huh. you know, you can be with some people when mm-hmm. everything is going really good and stuff. Everybody is with you and cheering <laughs> you on and stuff. But when the challenges come, that's when you know the real people around you. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the most disappointing things is those people you call dear to you and close to you yeah. when they give up on you. And wow. then you feel like you have been left alone. I, I, I can confess and say I went through a depression mm-hmm. and stuff, betrayal, yeah. when I wanted to give up and stuff. But through encouragement from reading the word and revelations and stuff, mm. I went on and stood tall. And there was breakthrough after all that betrayal. Wow. You know? So that's when I can stand and say impossible is nothing. You just have to believe God and know wow. and wait for the right time. It reminds me of something you've spoken about recently. Mm. When the word falls on the right ground, mm-hmm. it's going to bear good fruit. Yes. You know, once once the seeds fell on the right ground, mm. and like Jesus talks about in Matthew 13, he talks about four areas mm. of the ground. Right. Same seeds, different grounds. Some of those seeds fell on the roadside. Yeah. And Jesus said, those which fell on the roadside because there wasn't too much root for them to go underneath. When the mm. birds came, you know, they vowed them. Wow. They were gone just like that, you know. Right. So, you know, what we get from that scripture, like for those seeds which fell on the roadside, that would be like the things which come mm. and taken away from you. It can be by people saying, no, you can't make it. That rejection. You know, yeah, yeah, that rejection. No, that's the end of you. You know, so th- those, those are the birds eating your seeds. Wow. So if, no, mm. if the word is not rooted deep in you to stand right. and give up and believe the negative things which are being said, then the seeds are eaten up. Yeah. Then there's no fruit in those areas. Yeah. So that's what we learn from, from that scripture, powerful yeah. scriptures. So for you, you, you've talked about, you know, when even when you face rejection or mm. hard times, you believe God and you know God and you have the good ground. Mm. What? I know everyone's time with God looks different, mm-hmm. but what can you, what? If there's someone who's just getting to know Jesus, mm. maybe they don't know him. What is something you can tell them? How do they start? How do they start? Yeah. What does, uh, what do, do they have to do religious things? What What does that look like? Well, we just have the, to enjoy the things of God. This, this is what the, the scripture says, that without love, you cannot even mm. claim to know God. Wow. God is love. First of all, you've got to love yourself. Wow. You know, because mm-hmm. you are in God's image. Sometimes situations put us in a place where we even hate our own selves. Mm. We need somebody to tell us how beautiful we are to believe that we are beautiful. And God wow. believes that we are beautiful because we are in God's image. 
So you don't need somebody to tell you that. It's good. It feels good somebody to tell you that. But not oh. everybody is going to tell you that. There's those people who are like kind of possessed with the spirit of pulling others down. What if you're going to face somebody like that? Who is going to be coming to you and say, you know right. what, Sarah, you are not really that beautiful. I don't think, you know, uh -huh. it's going to be that. Because yeah. for them, that makes them feel good to yeah. say that to somebody. Yeah. So if you're not grounded <laughs> and believe what God says about you and mm. sees, see yourself as God sees you, then you're going to be broken down. So you got to see God in yourself, wow. in your own life. In, mm. in your own image, you see God created in his image yeah. and he honors you that way. The identity in Christ is the, the foundation. Very important. Wow. Very important. Now, you have a heart for young people. Mm. I won't tell your age. Do you mind telling your age? No, I don't mind. <laughs> How old are you, Pastor? Right now, I'm 51 years old. <laughs> 51 years. Mm -hmm. You've seen a lot of stuff. A lot. How did you get this passion for young people? What got me the passion for the young people because this is what I, I always tell the young people that mm -hmm. the, the generation now builds yeah. for the generation next. Wow. So that's, yeah. you know, every generation has to build for the generation, the generation next. So if wow. you go back 30 years ago when I was 20, mm -hmm. that's when I left Uganda and went to Canada and the United States. Yeah, don't you have three citizenships? Yes, which is, <laughs> which, which, is which is which is unique. Yeah. You know, many times it's like two, like one and two, but three is unusual. Wow. You know, I always ask like people, I never I never seen anybody who has three like me. Yeah. But I know there must be somebody, but I haven't met them. So uh -huh. it's really unique. <laughs> They're in the big boys. Yeah. Club. But that journey of going and getting all that started with, the vision I was having for the ne generation next. Wow. When I was 20. And the things I'm doing today, mm. if you went and talked to the people who knew me 35 years ago, they would say he's in the right office. There's no doubt that he's doing anything which wasn't the supposed to. office of a pastor. A pastor. Wow. And, and building other people. Because for me, that mm. was my passion. So the thing which helped me to even put more light on what I'm doing was going to those places like Canada and the United States. You know how it is over there. Everything is built yeah. on community stuff, right. which you don't have in Uganda. Mm. So, like we are doing like basketball programs. Right. I never played like organized basketball, basketball. but mm. from watching and stuff, I knew if we do something like that from the community we have here in Uganda, it's gonna give a lot of other young people opportunity to learn the game. Uh, yeah. And from learning the game, they can go on to start their own careers, yeah. get scholarships. And sure. what we are seeing right now, after 10 years, mm. so now they have been given that opportunity. So that means for them, they are right. also building for the next. So it's always wow. building for the next generation. You know, it's so funny. Speaking of basketball, so we have basketball, boxing, boxing. football, cheerleading, mm -hmm. arts. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Like singing. Music. Every gift, yeah. yes. So speaking of, there's a funny story. When we had, at, this is my first time experiencing Res Life basketball. I heard that we had lost the game mm. and there was something that you said. You said, you know, I wasn't even looking at the scoreboard. Mm. I don't even care if we lose yeah. <laughs> because you're looking 
years ahead, ahead yes. at the, the things that you see. Yeah. Uh, so there's something that you do, and now we're going to be doing it every Wednesday, mm-hmm. starting at in Stand Up, Stand Out. The listeners are familiar with Stand Up, Stand Out. Mm-hmm. So come back Wednesday. Everybody needs a comeback. Everybody needs a comeback. So when it comes to the comeback, what does that mean? Uh, comeback means like, first of all, taking back whatever you've lost before. Because mm. there's some stuff you lose in life. Like we said, some things are taken away from you, from what people say. Mm. You cannot amount to anything. Maybe you dream, your, your dreams can be bigger for some people. And then when you share those dreams with some people, oh. they can say, you know what? It's dead dreaming. There's, you know, there's no way you can achieve that. There's no way you can amount to that. Mm. So that can be taken away from you, from what the scripture says, that some seeds fell yeah. on the roadside and the birds came and devoured them. Right. So from what people are telling you about your dreams, you can give that give up on that, those dreams. Right. So everybody needs comeback or making a comeback means taking back what you've lost. So maybe right. it was a dream, maybe mm. it was a relationship, maybe yeah. it was something you are believing yourself for and you gave up on those things, you can have them back. That's what we are, right. we are we're trying to encourage and mm. ignite that fire again for you to claim wow. what you lost before. And our mm. God is a God of a second chance. Amen. You just have to go back to the same place of believing wow. and being excited and, and seeing God in your uh, destiny and right. stuff. Some people, mm. the way they live, most of the young people, it's like they have no destiny. They're just there wow. for day to day. They don't have any fire in them, believing in themselves. That's why they end up wasting themselves because, first of all, without a dream mm-hmm. of anything, there's no excitement. You know, you right. don't wake up excited <laughs> because you're not chasing anything. You're wow. not seeing anything. But with a dream, you've got to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. You've got to protect your dream. So if I have a dream for myself, let's say I'm 20, 25. Sure. And I want to get married. Mm. I want to have kids in the future. So right. that means I have to protect myself. Mm. There's some places I won't be going to. Because if mm. I go and participate in those things, they will take away from me. Right. Not to achieve those things. So because of you are protecting your dream, you avoid some people. You avoid some groups. You avoid yeah. some places because you got something to protect. Even if, if they look good. Yes. Yeah, some and years, it can it can you. sound good, it mm. can look good, but it can take away from your destiny. It can take away from your future. Right. So because of this dream, you got to protect yourself. But without a dream, you just go and participate in whatever it is, because right. you got nothing to protect. Wow. Yeah. And you'll be scattered. And, you'll and the be Bible scattered. says the enemy comes to steal the word. To steal, to, to kill, that. and destroy. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus came to give life, life. and life more abundantly. That's you know, so good. To hold on. There, there's something that I feel like most people that I know want a comeback in that you have gotten a comeback in, and that is your health. Mm-hmm. There are many, many people. Mm. If you could ask them, what's one thing you could change about yourself? Many people would say, my health. Yes. Eating yes. right. Eating, eating, e- eating God's way or according to God's plan. And and you've done you know, that. So how how in the world did that start? It feels good. Uh, uh, that was I grew up in sports, so right. I knew how it feels mm. 
when you take care of yourself, when you work out, and when you eat okay. Because with boxing, uh, everything is done according to the weight li uh, weight limit. Right. So there's a there's a lifestyle you got to maintain mm -hmm. to stay in some weight limit. Right. So you got to eat right. You got to work out. But then, as I was getting older. I went away from working out and participating. So I started eating bad again a mm -hmm. lot of way. I was unfit. Wow. I was, you know, getting a lot of different sicknesses and stuff. Wow, because so, that comes. Yeah. Yeah. Then I got to then I had to step up and change my thinking and my mindset about those things. So then I went wow. back to God's way of eating because in, it was in God's plan that we have to eat food as our medicine. Wow. Not eating medicine as our food. So <laughs> yeah. if 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 you right. eat the right foods, you are treating your body unknowingly, because mm. that's what God's plan to eat food as our medicine. Wow. Yeah, not to eat medicines as our food. So if you don't hmm. take care of yourself and eat right, then you're gonna end up eating medicine as your food. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and wow. spending a lot of money on that too. And that's true. <laughs> right, that's so true. You think healthy food costs a lot. Well, mm -hmm. come to Uganda and healthy food will not cost too much. I'm telling you, that's why that, that's 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 how it is here. Like mm -hmm. eating right is cheaper. Eating right. God's way is way, way cheaper. <laughs> and eating yeah. the wrong way is very, very expensive. Right. You In know, the States, a salad. Expensive as you are eating and expensive on the conditions you're gonna end up in. Wow. Yeah. So there's one thing that you said that because I know I, I did sports too. I know how it feels to be fit. And so there's one thing that you said that really got us going in regards to working out. Mm -hmm. And that was you, you have to beat down that flesh mm -hmm. for your spirit to be so alert. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times that could mean fasting. Mm -hmm. But in this case, having a constant... A, a constant awareness, putting the flesh in its place. That's what the scripture says, that the mm. flesh opposes the spirit. Right. The spirit, you know. So mm. if you go so way deeper on the side of the flesh, then the yeah. spirit is down. Wow. That's why fasting is also very important. And it's even healthy to fast sometimes. Right. You know, so when you fast and pray, mm. your spirits get lifted up, wow. you know. You said something so key about mindset. You changed your mindset. Mm -hmm. Many of us, the way we talk to ourselves is sometimes way worse than the way other people speak to us. Mm. What what does your healthy mindset look like? Well, the 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 health mindset starts with discipline. Also, you got to understand discipline. Discipline is key. <laughs> oh boy! Discipline, discipline is key. <laughs> yeah. In that area, and 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 the meaning, you know, this is what happened to me some uh, years. This was my stepping stone mm. to change my mindset on what I'm eating. I was sitting at, at the restaurant in Luboa like uh -huh. five years ago. Okay. And I happened to pick up a small paper. I think it was a piece of paper from a, news, a newspaper. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. But then I ended up reading on what it was saying. There was something about this thing. This is what changed my mind, my thinking and my mindset forever from that time. Wow. It said this thing. Mm. And then on the lower part, it said, this thing is consistently doing what you don't like doing to get what you want. <laughs> 
That's why I changed my mind. Wow. It's non-stop. Mm. You're doing the same thing over and over again. It can be boring, but you got to stay keep. Some people yeah. say like eating healthy foods. Right. It doesn't taste any, you know, right. good and stuff. But this is what happens if you keep eating the right way. Mm. When you go back to eating the wrong things, they will taste bad. They'll taste bad. <laughs> yeah. So because wow. you kept the discipline of doing it over and over I don't know if I've gotten again. to that place yet, but yeah. I'm encouraged. Yeah, that's what scripture <laughs> says that we got to renew of the mind. Yes. Yeah. With it's the word. important with the word. Mm. Yeah. Now, let's talk about, I feel like this area is a trophy in your life. Mm. You have a lot of trophies or medals, I'm mm. sure, over mm -hmm. the years. I know like national boxing champion, mm -hmm. so cool. Mm -hmm. But you have an even better trophy, and that's your family. Mm. Your family is amazing. Mm. You have Pastor Amy, mm. she's your wife. You have Azaria as mm -hmm. your son and Aviana mm -hmm. as your daughter. And the, it's remarkable to watch mm -hmm. your family. And really, the marriage seems like the bedrock, mm -hmm. you know, of your family. Mm -hmm. And you've been married for a long time. Mm -hmm. How long have you been married? 20 years. 20 years. Mm -hmm. So some people who are listening might even be that old. Yeah. <laughs> They might yeah. be a little younger even. Mm -hmm. So t tell us, what's something that encourages you in marriage? So, like you said, it seems to be very good right now, and it looks very good right now, but uh -huh. it wasn't like that in mm. the beginning. Wow. You know? And that's important for people to yeah. hear. I keep telling people, like, I wish I knew what I know now, mm. 20 years ago. It would have been very different, but sure. I thank God for my wife. You know, in marriage, what I, um, what I found out, like it's two people in marriage, yeah. but one of you have to sacrifice more. One has to be willing. <laughs> wow. Because I think if my wife wasn't willing to fight more than me, I don't mm. think it would have been successful. Wow. But... Her sacrifices put us in the place where we are right now. Wow. For me, I would mm. say that I was Thank more you, immature when we first got married. Wow. So I'm doing way better after it was revealed to me ah. that it's God <laughs> first, then my wife, ah. family, then yeah. any other thing comes after those wow it wasn't with me at that time when i first got married there's a lot of other things which we have first even sure. for my wife like friends and uh -huh. stuff you know yeah i used to think you know what i got to hang with my friends so it's more important to hang with my friends than my wife because uh -huh. i didn't want my friends to be like oh now he uh -huh. got married now he's you know he's giving up it's on her you know, yeah it's different it's acting different <laughs> though that's that's how it's supposed to be yeah because now you are married your wife comes first, your husband comes yeah. first, not your friends. Right. Okay? But it took my wife to be patient with me and wait on and uh. for the change. So it was painful. But I thank God that it's more beautiful now. Some mm. people yeah. start okay and good and turn. It's, it's in <laughs> reverse. <laughs> but I thank God yeah. that for me, mm. you know, that's why that's why it's really be feels beautiful and Right. more enjoyable right now because it of the comeback. change yeah
<laughs> I made a comeback in those areas. See, and yep, and there can be somebody who is listening right now, and yep. you know, be encouraged to make a comeback. It's possible. You know, yeah. some things feels like you know what they are so dead, mm. but when you change your mind change and your renew your thinking, life can come back in yeah. an amazing and way. And it starts there, right? Yeah, and can be resurrected mm. again. Wow. You know. So speaking of. There's something that I think that you do well. I don't even know if I should call it balance, but you balance, I'm going to mm -hmm. use the word, you balance family and ministry mm. so well. Yet at the same time, I feel like you're so honored and respected in your family mm. and you're honored and respected in ministry. Mm. How does that happen? I don't believe it just happens. Well, um, I think that that happens with... If people see, um, see integrity, integrity is mm. very important, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think integrity, that's what causes people to respect you because they see that in you. That's very, very important. Mm. Yeah. To hold yourself with high, a degree of integrity, how you, mm. you walk your life and stuff. Because people see you. There's yeah. some people you don't even talk to, but they are watching you. You know, so there's some things people gonna respect from listening to you. Some people gonna respect from watching you. Wow. How you handle your life and stuff. Right. So respect comes from I think from people, you know what saying, you know what? Yeah, I think it's moving the right way. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're trying to earn their respect. No. Mm. Yeah. You know, some people that try to um uh, get respect in a world of like forcing it on people and so that uh, you got to respect me uh, you yeah. know yeah, maybe, authoritarian no. yeah. yeah yeah some people can just respect you That's even without with like saying anything to you like like <laughs> I was with my wife as we are leaving to come back home before this program yes and uh, there was a kid who was sitting eating with other people mm. I didn't even know him I don't know his face but then he said pastor and, wow. then, and then he told the people he was with, this is my pastor for life. I don't even wow. know him. He knows how I was saying my wife, pastor for life. I don't even know that. <laughs> but that means maybe he's watching me from some, some he's, place. He's, he's just seeing, seeing yeah. Mm. I don't know him. Even if you gave me a million dollars, I wouldn't. Ah. But then he told the people, this is my pastor for life. Mm. Wow. You know, so maybe I earned his respect from watching me, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And you, yeah. it, that's, that's crucial. And to the leaders out there, especially yeah. in this goal getters month, there's something that Emma and I talk about sometimes is whatever a leader does, it can be a ministry. It can be in the workplace. The followers are going to do more. Yeah. And, and sometimes we lose who we really are trying <laughs> to impress people. Like yeah. sometimes we think, you know what, it has to be a dress code. You know, I, I'm going to have to have in a suit every day so like people can respect me. Wow. You know, and then you create that image that you should be respected because you are this guy who puts on a tie and a suit. Not because those are bad things to say, but you can, you don't have to create an image. Right. You know, it's mm. not, it's not about the, the I image you, you are portraying. Right. Integrity is not about like you just have to portray something. So <laughs> it that because, from the inside. Yeah. It starts from the inside. Mm. Yeah. So... You're a father, mm. and 
People call you dad. We're going to start a new program called Father mm-hmm. Time by the Fire. When did this start? Where did this this calling of a father come from? Well, it's, that's even funny because like for me, uh-huh. I didn't grow up with my dad. Wow. But I never knew my dad. Mm-hmm. He was around, but I never knew him. You know? Wow. Like the things I'm trying, I'm doing with other people, I never got them myself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's not like, it's, it's not like, you know, I learned any, anything from my dad that, you know. Right. So I think that's God's blessing. God did something with me because, wow. you know. He uh, taught you that. He told me that. Do you remember and, when and, he and, and, and also, and also that started yeah. with my father-in-law. Ah. You know, like, wow. in a way, it became, apart from him being my father-in-law, Right. The things, a lot of things I learned from him because we ended up like loving, liking the same things, sports <laughs> and politics and stuff. And uh-huh. So that also kind of helped me. Like a redemption yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. I think I think it was my redemption, like mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you remember when people started calling you dad or like started referring to you? And, and that started, started way back when I was younger. People started calling me <laughs> pastor. Uh before uh-huh. when i was a teenager in high school and stuff wow so the passing thing started from there and even the father and there's people who uh, okay. like older than me but they've been like calling me father or like yes. yeah taking me like their big brother <laughs> for some reason and stuff i've heard that i've yeah. seen that at church yeah. that's very mm-hmm. funny now you teach a lot of valuable lessons and i don't know how fathers think mm. but I want to ask this question. Your kids at home, what do you hope that they learn from you? If you could say one or two lessons, like hmm. what what do you hope that they learn from you in, in the life that, that you've lived and you're living? That they have to be fighters, you know, life. Yeah, you know, they have to be fighters. Wow. In life, you have to be a fighter because hmm. life, all the challenges of life, they'll never take it easy on you. You know, you got wow. to be a fighter every day. You got to be willing to fight. You know, wow. and 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 my challenges, like, I, you know, I was telling Azaria, I always told him this, like, how he grew up, or mm-hmm. how he has grown up, and yeah. from how I grew up, it's the difference, like day and night. <laughs> yes. You know. Yes. Yeah. So different. <laughs> you know. Right. So, you know, so from from all that stuff. Mm. life comes in different ways to us but you got to be ready to fight (laughs) yeah speaking of you've been in ministry a long time how long has it been um like i said from from way back when i was a teenager i've been ministry it was in you it it was in me and then you were in it (laughs) yeah but like studying ministry with my wife that's over 20 years i've said 22 years now wow yeah and there You've watched the news. You've watched what's happening in the States, even here. There are many pastors and leaders who are just burnt out. Yeah, a lot. How do you keep the longevity? Mm. You've been in the game a long time. Mm. How, do, how do you keep that? Like the scripture says, mm. you know, the secrets. There's some secrets which have to be revealed mm. to you to wow. understand things. Like, like Jesus said, like, um, 
there will always be trouble mm. in the world. Yeah. You know? Wow. What troubles? We don't know. There are always different troubles. <laughs> but we have we always have to have it in our minds that we are fighters. Mm. Yeah. You got to be a fighter every day because challenges will always come up in different ways. Like right now what we are facing yeah. is COVID period. Right. Yeah. And for pastors. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and and people, uh, yesterday I was uh, with some friends and they were saying, you know, it seems like things are, you know, gonna go back to how it was. It it won't go back it to how yeah. life doesn't go back. <laughs> life just keeps going. Now right now we have COVID, <laughs> but now tomorrow we can be having another challenge, right? Bigger than even COVID, right? So you just have to be willing to, to carry on the fight. Mm. Yeah. And with the secrets, as you said, mm. and the revelation, mm. you know, there are some times when we spend time with God mm. that those things, when we're in God's presence, those things don't even count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't uh, even uh, and we've got to be remind, uh, reminded that Jesus paid the price. That's what he says. Yes. That there's trouble, but be strong that I overcame. Yeah. So, so we got to be reminded about that, that we are overcomers. Mm-hmm. Because our Lord Jesus paid the price and he overcame the world. And because he overcame the world, we can also we overcome. Can overcome. Yeah. And that's for yeah. anyone out there yeah. who feels stuck, mm-hmm. maybe financially. Yes. They feel stuck. Yes. Maybe they lost a business. Mm. Maybe they're having issues relationally. Mm. Jesus overcame. Mm. You can overcome. You can overcome. Yeah. We are overcomers because mm. Jesus overcame. Right. Yeah. So Jesus, mm. Jesus gave us the reason to rejoice in over, overcoming because he overcame and he paid the price. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. There is, you're 51. Mm-hmm. You've done a lot. Mm-hmm. You've, I think I've, two, I've seen yeah. seven presidents of Uganda. <laughs> The current really? the current president has been around for thirty five years. years. <laughs> so I happen I, I happen to see six before him who has oh been around thirty five years. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. You've seen a lot, but you've done a lot. You've two national championships, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. You got kids, uh-huh. a healthy marriage, family. A church, mm. a ministry is really mm. because it's exploding. Mm-hmm. You've gotten to a point where you've done a lot. Mm. Why don't you just stop? What mm. keeps you growing? Well, a few years ago, I thought I was stopping. Mm. And then when the secret was revealed about making a comeback, <laughs> you know, my inside, I feel uh. like 30 years. Wow. Yeah, so that's that's where the fire is, mm. you know. Yeah, that's where the fire is that the secret was revealed. You felt like you were thirty years old. Yes, so that's that's <laughs> wow. when the secret was revealed, and wow. you know what happened to, uh, happened with me also. I'm mm-hmm. talking about making a comeback. One of the things which made me feel like I wanted to quit mm. because there's a time in ministry when I was looking more at the losses than. The fruits, the good fruits which were coming out of it. Wow. Remember what the scripture says that if if one person, one soul, one, not two, not three, not five, Mm. if one person give their lives 
to the Lord yeah. is a party in heaven. <laughs> One. So, wow. even if you pastor a mm. hundred people, and out of those a wow. hundred people, there's one person who has taken it. That's enough for you to rejoice. But when what happens with us, we look, we, we, we look away from that one mm. good fruit right. <laughs> and pay attention to all the bad ones. Wow. And then we feel like we have not done anything. Done anything. So that was the thing, wow. which was like kind of like draining me. I was looking to the losses. But then it, when it was revealed to me about rejoicing, mm. even in those few good fruits, mm. that's right. really brought the fire back <laughs> in me about ministry. And you keep growing. Yeah, keep you, growing. It's not like you just stop because you've yeah. accomplished this much. Think about it if you went out to preach today. Mm. 10,000 people listen to you. And one, one person <laughs> is worth a party in heaven. Yes. Think about that. But Way bigger sometimes than you can be discouraged and say, you know what? I preached to a lot of people, one person, you know. Wow. I was, <laughs> you know yeah. and, and you forget about the party happening in heaven. That's mm. what the scripture says. Angels are, are partying. Partying just wow. for one soul from 10,000 people. Keeping your eyes fixed. Yeah. On the right thing. What's true. Yeah. This has been so great. I've learned a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel like the people who are listening are learning a lot mm. and what's cool about you is that this is from experience it's not like mm -hmm. you're just you've seen someone else go through these things yeah. no you grew up in war mm -hmm. you've overcome hard challenges you've prevailed overcame poverty i had my first shoe wow. at 12 years old wow so from the time i was wow. born to 12 years I never wow. knew a shoe in my my feet and that's you know, something no, no you know you know what that tells you that i have tough feet don't forget that <laughs> right <laughs> 12 hey, years important. of working on rocks and, and you keep going, and keep going. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> on that <laughs> that's awesome that's so cool yeah. wow so yeah. i've heard you mention it and and everybody needs to come back on comeback wednesdays you've talked about the choices that we make mm. i love thinking about choices because even in the very beginning, we were given a choice mm. as man, right? Mm. Mm. We were given the choice. We always have life or death to choose, yeah. Yeah. the flesh or the spirit. What does making good choices mean to you mm. in your life? Uh, it's the outcome because each mm. it, it choice like you make in life or each choices you make, mm. there's an outcome from those choices. Wow. So before you step up, to make a choice, think about the outcome of the choice. Wow. So that your mind has to be in the right place to think about it because there can be a lot of things to choose from. It can mm. look good, it can sound good, wow. but the outcome, if you think about the outcome, that's what's gonna make you make a good choice. Wow. The outcome. That reminds me, I think, it reminds me of my husband and I think he learned a lot of this from you. Mm. Which I'm grateful, you know. A lot of the lessons that we use now in marriage come from you guys. <laughs> like a lot of the, the, the ways that we fight. I say fight. You know, how you get through things. How you put boundaries for your relationship. How you, you know, manage your finances. I don't care what it is. It has really come from, from you two. But it reminds me of sometimes we'll have to make a decision. And he will look so passive, but he's not passive. He, he's weighing it. 
And that's what I'm getting when you're saying, think mm-hmm. about the outcome yeah. before you rush and make mm-hmm. a, a choice. Yeah. Like for me, um, I'm a deep thinker. I do mm-hmm. more thinking than talking. I think that's what helps me. <laughs> You know, <laughs> thank God for Pastor Amy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, like, I do more thinking than I do talking, so think a lot about things. Wow, more than just talking, yeah, which yeah. is so important. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been wonderful. People can find you on Instagram, Instagram, Daudi. Chamba, there is a thing there. How do you call Underscore, it? Underscore, yes. Underscore. <laughs> I never knew what that means, but uh-huh. you got to mention it. So we'll put yeah. it in the show notes. Yeah. And Instagram, Facebook, the same names. Facebook. Mm-hmm. So this is, has been so great. Mm-hmm. And you are the pastor of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So if we have questions, we're coming to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And we'll actually hear from Pastor Amy, your wife, in a couple weeks. So this is exciting. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. And remember, impossible is nothing. Impossible is nothing. Wow, that was such an amazing conversation. I am so honored that I got to interview someone who has impacted our lives so much. I hope that you received a lot out of it. I hope that you took from the wisdom and that you apply it to your life. So we will talk to you next week, continuing our Goal Getters Month, and it's going to be amazing. So go out and make good choices.